Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game. Presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download their app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guys, Big Dave Bow, B-A-W-L Sports on Twitter. Mark K, MK Hoops on Twitter. Our pal and producer, Joey, at Joey's Path is rocking with us. And shadowing him tonight, it's our guy, Kyle Williams. Behind the scenes. Young man's doing everything. Yes, he is. Uh, Will the Goat Gottlieb. We will hear from him later on in postgame. I do like how, because Kyle is shadowing, he's wearing all black. Yes. I like that. Shadows are invisible, Dave. Yes, from head to toe. He's doing that. <laughs> I like that about him, man. I like that. That man committed. Committed! Yeah. <laughs> it, it makes me, it harkens me back to my theater days where, you know, all the stage crew people yes. all wear black. That's they correct. They blend in because they accidentally are, like, you know, in the sight lines. Absolutely true, stage. Sir. Is that something you did? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. All right. I was mostly a... On stage. On stage, yes, yes. Mm. In case that was I've heard. <laughs> oh, I like to oh, talk, I've heard. Dave. <laughs> uh, the Bulls get the win. 132-118 was the final over their Central Division rival Detroit Pistons. Not the blowout some of us wanted. We didn't get the Tony Bradley and Daylon Terry mop-up minutes that we were hoping for. Zach and DeMar were hard at work late in the fourth quarter of this Woo. game, as was Nikola Vucevic. Mm. But... Wins are wins. When the Bulls are trying to scrape and claw their way back into the Eastern Conference playoff picture, wins are wins. We will take them. Yes. Big Dave, we must start with your guy. Uh-huh. The attackery. Attackery. Of Zachary. It was incredible. Blackery. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome from Zach Levine tonight. 43 points, three rebounds, six assists, 15 of 20 from the field is stupid and also five of nine from three but my favorite i was gonna say my favorite it was mine too high five on favorites eight of eight from the free throw line he got to the line eight times oh my god (laughs) (laughs) oh god i don't know if you remember but last year the only time in the first half of the season he shot double digit free throws was against the detroit pistons is that right? That is correct. <laughs> that happened. That, and that, remember, that was like the first game of the season. He shot like double-digit free throw. And now he does it again here against Detroit. But he was doing it differently. He still was doing that kind of, you know, weird fadeaway drop step thing that he does. But he was taking contact before he was making the move. 
And sometimes after he would take it too, but most of the time he was initiating the contact, going in there strong mm-hmm. and initiating. It wasn't it wasn't soft, kind of fading away and shying away from contact, trying to do a euro step into it or something like that. No, he was putting his head down, putting his shoulder into it, drawing that contact, then going up and doing his yell and, and getting those buckets. But he did it from all over the court, Mark. And he, what I really liked about it uh, was facilitator Zach was out tonight as well. Uh, those passes that he was throwing across court, uh, baseline to baseline, mm-hmm. uh, to Io or to Caruso, some some hit the three, some didn't. But the pass was the right pass. And, I mean, it was right on point every single time. It felt like he saw the game uh, a little bit better uh, tonight. Like, things kind of were slowing down for him. It just felt that way watching it, man. And, yo, know, he, he, this is probably the best game I've seen him play uh, all season long, man. It was. Mark, what, yeah, what were your thoughts then, on Zach's game? Then, no, I was just going to say, like, we, 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 we podcasted yesterday about the things that we want to see from Zach offensively, like getting to the rim, getting to the three-point line. 20 shots tonight. Uh, only four of them were from mid-range. So he had nine threes. The rest were at the rim. So he did exactly what we called for him to do yesterday. Uh, so from that perspective, from his own offensive standpoint, like his own scoring output, like the distribution of shots is exactly what you and I were calling for, Dave. And then... The, the, you, you guys touched on it already, but like the point that I wanted to make was his playmaking. I thought his decision-making all night was really good. Initially, he was getting downhill, obviously looking for his own score, but kicking out to shooters. That was happening a lot throughout the game, more, more so in the first half. But then as the Pistons started to, to really double and trap, uh, double and trap Zach, um, as his offense game uh, started getting going, the way he was sort of moving the ball quickly in that trap possessions as well wasn't holding onto the ball, finding the open man, and the ball was rotating around in those in those possessions. Just really good decision making all night. So like this was probably the best we've seen Zach play since I don't know when. To be honest with you, I think his best game of this season. Um, I'm just trying to think back to last season. He didn't have many games like this in the yeah, back half of last 30s season. Thirties or forty this against the been. Kings. And then, yeah, and then yeah. the Nets game earlier this season was like his first really good Zach game. Yeah, he had 41 against the Kings earlier this season, but this game was definitely better than that. Yeah. And then I'm just struggling to think if he had a better game, like I said, the back half of last season. Maybe he did, but I guess what I'm saying is like we're slowly starting to see, uh, to see Zach get back to the, the all-star we know he can be. So this was a really encouraging performance from him on a lot of levels tonight. I'm really, really pleased to see how he played. Uh, ben Dean in the comments saying what you said just a few moments ago, Dave, which was Zach's friends should be sitting courtside <laughs> yes. more often. Yes. Because, man, maybe if that was why he had himself a hell of a game tonight, then let's get more of that. Seriously, man. Sadly, his son is not allowed at the United Center anymore because <laughs> when Zach's wife brought their newborn son to the UC, not terrible newborn, game. but very young infant son to the newborn, he had a terrible game that night. Terrible so game. Sorry, he's banned. <laughs> um, uh, I, I mean, I'm I'm – Absolutely in alignment with that. everything you guys have said about Zach tonight. Something else, I, I don't think you mentioned it yet, Dave. The other thing we talked about, the three of us in yesterday's pod, was Say it. Zach's pull-up versus dribbling and, you know, pull-up uh, versus catch and shoot. <laughs> he went five of nine from three tonight. The threes that he were hitting were catch and shoot threes or one or two dribble Correct. threes. None of the six, seven, eight, nine dribbles Step and then back. pull up a three. Right. No, Zach was quick and decisive when he was shooting his threes and letting them fly tonight. Yeah, and it weren't they weren't those fadeaways either. Mm-hmm. Like straight up confident shots. The, and to the point where he came down and it was okay that he took a heat check. 
Mm-hmm. You know, weren't even mad. You were like, yeah, sure, go ahead, dude. I just saw the back-to-back threes you just hit. Go ahead and shoot that from the logo. I don't care. You know, go ahead. He's feeling good. I loved it, man. I loved the way he shot the ball tonight. Um, not excessive dribbling. And when he did dribble a lot, he didn't dribble to to uh, shoot a jumper. No, he, he only did that a couple times when he did that Zach Levine crossover step-back fadeaway thing mm-hmm. that he likes to do, which is very smooth and very mean. But most of the time when he did that, he was going straight to the paint when he was doing all that dribbling. Straight to the point, paint, and either going up or facilitating from there. Yeah, That was awesome to see because that's the Zach Levine I truly, truly enjoy, and that is just a fun thing to look at right there. But, man, I'll tell you what. The one thing that just really set it off for me with Zach was that alley-oop dunk. Ooh. When he got that alley-oop dunk, Ooh. I saw him yell like I've never seen him yell since he's been here. Like, he, it felt like he really was released. The ghost of Joakim escaped from Zach's body on that primal right. scream. Dude, I've never seen him. Like, I've seen him be mad. I've seen him curse and all that. But I ain't never seen him just primal scream mm-hmm. like that before, man. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, 40 piece incoming. It's, it's on the way, Mark. Like, he just had it tonight. It was a complete game. And I know he had 43, but his game was really, really complete on the offense and the defensive end. Yeah, definitely, definitely, Dave. I thought his on-ball defense was really good. Uh, even some, uh, you know, off-ball as well. He had some decent moments as well, getting in passing lanes, uh, stealing the ball. So just, yeah, more generally, just a great Zach game. So there's not there's not much to complain about in this one. And I actually like the way Zach and Demar sort of traded things in the, in, the, in the fourth quarter as well. I know where there's, there's been this consternation about uh, can these guys play well together? Like it had, when one has it going, maybe the other one doesn't or who the hierarchy of the offense and those sorts of things. But I thought it flowed really well in that fourth quarter as well, where the Pistons were sort of picking and choosing as to who they were going to trap. And based on that, like DeMar and Zach sort of, I, I guess they, they decided themselves as to who was going to own that specific possession as well. So uh, I just like the way the entire thing flowed tonight offensively. Uh, Obviously, when you drop 132 points, you've done something well offensively. We, uh, we can talk about the defense a little bit later on, but I just like the balance completely uh, all around Zach tonight. So Zach was incredible, and that set the tone. But the, the way the other guys sort of played within his own game, I think that was really encouraging too. The lob was really great to see because it looked when it le- – I can't remember who threw him the lob. Was it was it Io who threw him the Okay. Not Kobe. Kobe. Kobe that was the second it. one that he's thrown to him. When it left, yeah. I was like, oh, that's too high. Mm-hmm. That's too high. And for plenty of players, even in, in the NBA, that lob would have been too high. Yeah. But Zach went up and got it in a way that you're like, oh, that's the Zach Levine that can fly. Right. That's right. the Zach Levine that breaks gravity rules, yeah. who was, when he was younger, a two-time slam dunk champion in the NBA. We still have only seen little glimpses of that full Zach Levine athleticism come back since his offseason surgery. To see him damn near hit his head on the backboard completing that lob was like a wave of relief washing over me of like, oh, that that Zach is back. Yeah, I think it was a wave of relief for us and for him. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that's why I think uh, Mark, that that, that he screamed the way he did. Mm -hmm. Like, I just think he needed that. Because just of how this season has been going for him. Yeah. It felt like, dude, I needed that. And you know who else needed that? was I needed to see Kobe do that again. You know what I'm saying? Like, I needed that for my own personal love for Kobe to continue to elevate. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, he could do this too and not mess that up as well. Yeah. Yeah, put it on the money, Kobe. And he threw it to where Zach could show 
that he steals Zach one-handed, man. Don't worry. If you missed it, you're going to see it all all night long, <laughs> replaying everywhere you look because it was amazing and so everywhere much fun. Yes. Every, every, there's a heart. There's a heart. A handle <laughs> Joey, what show is that? Full House. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I wanted to touch on this about like the Bulls not blowing this you know shorthanded and bad pissing this team out tonight. Ernesto in the comments saying, "I still don't get why we have to suffer so much against these sub five hundred teams." Odiza in the comments saying, "I think we all need to accept the fact that young athletic teams are hard for the Bulls to beat, and we can't win those games without the same intensity we have against the top teams." I don't know if you guys noticed it, but during the broadcast on NBC Sports Chicago tonight, they put up a stat of the Bulls against the youngest teams in the league that they've played so far and their records in those games. Okay. The youngest teams in the league record looks a lot like the Bulls' record against sub-500 teams. Because guess what? Young teams don't win in the NBA. But you know what they are is they're young and athletic. Correct. Shout out Gar. Um, (laughs) My friend. And uh, (laughs) it's it's when the Bulls aren't playing at their most – a high level of like effort ability. Yeah. These young teams that are just excited to be out there yeah. are running circles around them. Yeah. The, the Pistons were crashing the offensive glass, just like so many other teams have done against the bulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were hitting some tough shots here and there, but it was the energy level they were playing with. Cause they're all young. The, the thunder, the spurs, the magic, the rockets, all these teams that are sub 500 teams that the bulls are losing to mm-hmm. are young teams that have legs that they can run on for days. Yeah, and, and have a nothing-to-lose mentality on top of that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, those teams they've really struggled against. Like, the proof is in the pudding. We continue to see it, like you just said, the stat. Um, but, yeah, Detroit, it wasn't – for me, it wasn't so much their athleticism. Uh, outside of Ivy, who, as soon as he get the ball, Ooh. he's he's down the floor. He's gone. Like, outside of that, it was them, like, hitting just shots that were crazy. <laughs> like, like, them dudes just could not – be stopped and I can't even be mad at the Bulls because of it because they were playing defense against these dudes right like they were contesting these shots and that third quarter when they were just going shot for shot for shot for shot I'm like what the hell is going on man like they could not miss bro like I I didn't get Burks and McGruber (laughs) were combined seven of nine behind the three-point line tonight the the law offices of Burks and McGruber (laughs) absolutely ridiculous man but Marquette I just I don't know what it is when when we play these kind of teams and I'm not even talking about just the athleticism and the youth I'm just talking about the shooting that these teams come in with because Detroit did the same thing the Rockets did they came in and got off to a quick start it was the same thing that happened against the Rockets they just hit a three got an and one you know and they got off to a 7-0 start on the Bulls and the Bulls had to fight their way back into the game and I, I don't know what to point to when they're contesting these shots and they're still hitting them constantly and constantly and constantly. Yeah, look, I, I think at a high level like this game, there was, there was similar themes to what we've seen in the past. But at the same time, I, I think this was different to like the Rockets game, for example, because it wasn't the Bulls' first unit who, ne- who necessarily blew a lead or in that instance. Yeah, the, 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 the Pistons got out to what, like a 7-0 run or whatever it was. But the Bulls starters got them back in the game and, and, and established themselves in that first period. It was more so the, the Bulls' second unit that really sort of allowed the uh, the Pistons to, to to essentially put on ten points on them, uh, and and 
that's when Magruder and, and uh, Alec Burks were hitting those threes. And at halftime, I went back and looked at those those threes that these guys were hitting, looking to see if it was like defensive failures or, or whatnot. But like two of the three threes that Magruder hit, like the defense was right there. It's not like they were just letting this dude getting open. He the I think Pat was on one of the possessions and I can't remember who was guarding the other one, but they were right there. And similarly with Alex Burke, Alec Burks, like he he hit that uh, three that Caruso got called for a foul. I didn't think that was a foul personally, but like they were just hitting shots that you typically wouldn't expect them to make. Like Jaden Ivey was two from five from three point line as well. Like he's a 30% shooter from three this season. I didn't think his looks were overly clean or anything like that, but he hit 40% tonight. tonight. So Whilst the themes were consistent, what what in what we've seen before, like teams shooting a million threes on the Bulls, a bad team playing really competitive basketball against the Bulls, I, th- I think it, like those things are true. But I think the way it all happened and the way it unfolded was a little bit different tonight. So um, yeah, it was probably more the second unit in that second quarter that was problematic, and then ultimately the Bulls needed uh, did what they needed to do in the in the final fourth quarter there. But uh, I look, yeah, I just put this one down to hot shooting. I don't think it was bad defense at least. No, not at all. And it, you could tell it was crazy hot shooting, including contested threes that they yeah. were making because they did yeah. finally cool off as that game was going down the stretch. Because right. I swear to God, every time I checked through the the whole first half and then into the third quarter, the Pistons were shooting above 50% from three. Yeah. Um, like even flirting with 60%. Yeah. They ended 17 of 39 for 43.5%, which is still pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. But man. that was them cooling off. Right, exactly. They were definitely at that 50% for sure. And I remember because I was yelling it at you. They were at that 50%. McGruber and Burks were shooting 100%. Dude, it was insane. That one three Sadiq Bay hit. Dude. Oh, my God, dog. And, and with the shot clock running down and he just tossed that up there. And, that, again, that was good defense by DeMar DeRozan. And shout-out to DeMar, who I thought played very solidly, very very solid defense uh, tonight. He along did. with Zach Levine, He too. did. But, my God, like, you're looking at these shots and you're like, what are y'all drinking? What are the Bulls staff giving them before the game? Like, whatever towels, whatever <laughs> air is being pumped into there, stop doing that shit. Because this it's, it's hurting them so much, man. It's got to balance out at some point in time, right? Like, when does this balance out? Like, these teams is coming in doing this to the Bulls, man. But, luckily, they got the win. They pulled away late. Uh, like Matt said, it's not – I know you wanted, you know, the Tony Bradley uh, minutes – but you got I to just d- wanted to not be stressed out watching yeah. us try to beat the Pistons. No, once once you saw Vooch hit that three, that's that good feeling because you knew right. the game was over. With 90 seconds left on the game clock. Still a good damn feeling knowing the game was over. You got a double-digit victory in a Zach Levine 43. I'll take it. Let's go into the next game, Mark. I was going to say, the only point where I was, like, annoyed this game, like, even when they were raining threes in the second quarter, like it, like I said, it didn't really necessarily bother me because I didn't think those threes were poorly contested. But, like, in the third quarter where Billy was calling those timeouts because the team weren't running back and allowing the Pistons to score in transition, particularly off, yeah. after the Bulls had made a shot, like, that's the point where I was like, okay, this feels like how they were playing against the Rockets where they were just not being respectful or not caring, not getting back and... Uh, playing transition defense like th- that period of time in that third quarter was like okay maybe this is trending in the wrong direction is this team actually going to uh you know pull their head out of their ass and actually you know start re- respecting their opponent in this instance and maybe that hot shooting that they had in the first half was enough to sort of keep them in this game and then the way they'll defend the way the bulls were defending in that third quarter was going to allow this team to sort of run over them but like i said they they, they, they settled back down and, and things got um things got fine after then but like that, and that's why i say this this didn't feel like 
previous games and maybe i'm just trying to be overly optimistic here but uh they did what they needed to do like there's going to be games like this throughout the season now i think in isolation i can live with this game but it's when you have like obviously the build-up of games like we've like we've discussed like when you lose to the magic when you lose to the rockets okc those sorts of games so i, I understand the fear and trepidation that we all had during this game and i would have loved to have seen this being a blowout but i mean ultimately it's still a decent win a professional win no no i was fine with it it, it wasn't like it was that wizards game that me and Matt were yeah, yeah. pissed about. It wasn't that, you know. So I was okay with with getting that victory. Uh, Matt just wanted to blow out because he he wanted to see, you know, what what it what what it's like when a good team blows a bad team out. Yeah, and and you didn't get that, but I'm okay. Like they got this win because they needed to get this win, and they got a double digit victory against them and a great Zach game and, and gained serious ground on the Hawks, who uh, blew a large mid game lead to the Lakers. Happy birthday, tonight. LeBron! Thank you for that. We appreciate you, sir. You, you can't even say happy birthday to the man. Nope. <laughs> God damn, bro. Hit that like button while we tell you guys about our friends and sponsors. You think going to be his friend, Joey, for real? You can't even tell the man happy birthday. I don't like LeBron either, and I'll tr- I will say that. But if LeBron was staring at me face-to-face and asked me to go get dinner, I, I would say yes. Joey didn't believe me, man. I know he don't, I don't know why. Joey was like, come on. If LeBron walked through the door and was like, and, you know, asked you to be his friend, and I was like, hell no. I'd say no. no. And no, Joey didn't believe me. He wouldn't do it. I, I'm still not sure I do. You still not sure? No, I I'm believe sure. I believe in one hundred percent Peck's feeling that he thinks he would do that. But I think it's different when six foot eight LeBron is standing in front of you. There's a star factor. I stand I by it. Physically intimidated. No, by no, him. he's not going to hit you. <laughs> but I'm still going to tell him to f off, and that I don't want to be his friend. That's he would. I, I, you know what? I should never have doubted you. I, I believe you would don't do doubt it. that. I believe don't you would do hatred. that. You would My do that. hero Joe Keem says you're still a little bitch though. And there's the door. <laughs> Like I said, I let him know. I let him know what me. I don't know if you would. I don't know if you'd call him a bitch. I don't know if he do that to his face. Now that I don't know. (laughs) Now that I don't know. He's a big guy. But it depends on how (laughs) depends on how many drinks he had, and he still wouldn't do it. But (laughs) but he would. Yeah, he would dismiss him. I I guarantee you that'd happen. And I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt, Matt, because you're not a disrespectful guy. To somebody, wait, what? what now? To somebody's face. Hey, now. Oh, I don't now. think wait, wait. I don't think you would be disrespectful to LeBron's face. He's not like as a human, it's like whatever. You're not gonna call him a bitch to his face. Okay. I, that's I don't maybe I don't, maybe I'm know, wrong. I, I might be, be wrong. Him, I might be wrong. I don't know, man. I wouldn't be calling him a bitch. I would just be relaying a message reminder to him. <laughs> Got it. Got it. That Joakim thinks he's a bitch. And I agree with Joakim. What do you think he would do if he if Gar Foreman was in front of him, Joey? Um <laughs> I don't think you'd hold back on Gar. Okay. No, right. no, but you guys like saw Gar when you go into Los Angeles. No, I saw Gar. Okay. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Okay. He saw I Gar. Listen, I don't think Matt's going out of his way at an airport to like get in Gar's face and be like, let me give you a piece of my mind. But if, you know, mm. if they were in an Uber together, maybe. I don't know, man. If he were still employed by the organization, yes. Now that he's out of our lives, it's water, if I saw him water walking on the, the street, walking through an airport terminal, I would just carry on my merry way and be glad we don't have to deal with him anymore. <laughs> I still think you holler under your breath. You're a bitch. Like right under oh, your breath. Oh, under my breath you for sure something yeah, yeah, would yeah, be muttered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Like young and athletic my <laughs> ass. <laughs> Dude's a volatile. <laughs> you do that. We're going to get to y'all super chats coming up after the break. <laughs> Tonight's episode post game brought to you by our friends at Green Ridge Farm. Meat. A Chicago local meat and cheese company offering you a better all-natural option. Makers of all-natural deli meat, sausages, and their famous meat sticks. Perfect for tailgating, happy hours, school lunches, 
Put some out on your New Year's Eve tray tomorrow night for your New Year's Eve party. And with 16 grams of protein per stick, they make a perfect post-workout snack for all of you New Year's resolutions people out there who are like, you know what? January 1st, going to the gym. Mm -hmm. After the gym, Green Ridge Farm meat sticks. Nice. They're delicious because they're made from recipes generations in the making. And being all natural, they deliver a fresh and flavorful alternative at snack time. Mm. You can always find them in the refrigerated section at Costco, Sam's Club, and all of your Chicago land grocery stores. Right now, when you order any three of their products at GreenRidgeFarm.com and include a, pa- a pack of meat sticks in there in your shopping cart, those meat sticks will be free, free. if you use promo code CHGO. Free. One more time, GreenRidgeFarm.com, buy three of their products, put some meat sticks in your shopping cart, and they will be free if you use promo code CHGO. Nice. Get some meat sticks in your life with Green Ridge Farm. Mm, I dig it. Marquette. What time is it? Creep time. Who? That was good. Such a good one. Yeah, that was that was that was really good. Yes, he is, man. You see that, Kyle? You see how it's done? <laughs> oh, be ready, Kyle, because you know who I'm coming hey, whoa, to. Whoa, next. whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to him next. Don't worry, I'm coming next. No, man. we're ready. Right, we're we're ready you, back you here. You tossed him shady rays. I did. Yeah, I tossed shady right. rays. That's, that's His game time was cool. It was all right. It was smooth. You know what I mean? But the Shady Rays one, that was like like Joey said, the 20-foot alley-oop I yeah. just tossed up there. You know what I mean? To see if he could get it. Kyle accepted I, I believe in him. He accepted accountability. I did That's not. That's right. I believe in him, man. You know, no, no Zach. What you say? No Zach Wilson for him. Hey, game yeah, no time Zach. is the hottest new ticket in sight that makes it easy and able to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in that seat you thought you never could? 50-yard line, court tap, out on plate. Floor seats at a concert. Go see Shot 8. It's possible with the game time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought that you could never, ever buy because you won't find better deals this season to go see the Chicago Bulls. Chicago. Chicago. And just like here at CHGO, it's created by the fans and for the fans, and it guarantees you and your beautiful face the lowest price out there. So if you love CHGO. And we know that you do. Joey still ain't ready. Then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. But first, hit that thumbs up and then do that. And join the 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because, Kyle, what time is it? Game Time, who? There it is. Mm -hmm. There it is. Mm -hmm. He's ready. (laughs) (laughs) I dig it. Wait, I actually have something I wanted to play here. Okay. Ah, Bulls win. <laughs> I might, might play that every time the Bulls win now, right? That's your one. Sure. That's your one. Okay. Yeah, well, I was going to say, do you think I should leave you laughing in it at the beginning? Because you laugh for a little bit longer, which I That's I, up to you, man. I really like the ha <laughs> Bulls win. That's I, up to you, man. <laughs> Bulls win. <laughs> it also kind of sounds like the goat call Ooh, a little right. bit. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're right. Ooh, that was after the right. trolley song. Still don't know what it's from, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> the trolley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the youth. The trolley oh. song. Bang, 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 and the trolley. All right, all right. You got look. You yeah, got that. There you go. You got that. Um, all right, we we uh, we got some super chats. Let's let's look at some super chats. McBaconator said, "Can we just take a minute to appreciate Andre Drummond tonight?" Yes. How many three point plays? A hundred. <laughs> the give me that and the y'all watch this. Love it. Yeah. Uh, love you, Baconator. Thanks for the super chat. Shout out. Yeah, I knew we were going to get to Drummond at some point tonight, and I don't know. Maybe we'll be hearing from him again in Goon of the Night. Mm. But we like that one. 
like consecutive possessions series we got from Drummond. Yeah. Where he somehow got his hand in a passing lane, stole the ball, mm-hmm. went court, like coast to coast with a big guy Euro step yeah. and a dunk flush. And you're like, oh my God, Andre Drummond. Yes. Next time. <laughs> 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 the, the as you call it, the Jekyll and Hyde drumming. Jekyll and Hyde drumming, man. He did something that I couldn't comprehend <laughs> with every ounce of all of my brain cells functioning. I was like, drumming, what the hell was that? Dude, man. You get the good with the bad. I think drumming tonight, unquestionably, mostly good. Yeah. He um, was a force on the glass tonight. A, a real force, like a monster. And against a team that struggles with that, but you needed that, you know, mm-hmm. because you saw the Bulls' offensive rebounding. was They were giving it up early and often uh, in this game against Detroit. But the reason when I asked you the stats and I asked you why they tie, I couldn't believe it. For that reason, it was Andre Drummond. He was out there acting a plum fool, and I mean that in a <laughs> wonderful way. He was doing his thing, man, scoring the ball, getting the rebounds, uh, kicking it out, and just being a force down there. I, mm-hmm. That's one of the things, uh, Marque, that – that is good about having an Andre Drummond is just the sheer force that you know that dude can play with just because of the size and just how big this dude is. They don't, they didn't have anything for that at all. So it, he was able to go down there and play some bully ball, which is something I haven't been able to see him do. Usually it's been more smooth finesse, you know, that little pick and roll he runs with Drogic, and it's been smooth, you know what I mean? This time tonight, it was like, oh, yeah, I remember I used to play for this team. <laughs> it's bully ball time, and it was great to see that kind of drumming, Marque. He, he tests me like no other ball does, <laughs> to be honest with you. If, I, if I'm being perfectly honest, <laughs> there is so many times where I'm like, okay, that was nice. Then it's followed up with that. What the hell are you freaking doing? And then it's like, oh, okay, not, nice defensive play there, nice. But to your point about like he he was more more good than bad tonight. But the, that 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 possession you referenced before, I was just uh, I was pulling my hair out. I don't know what it is about Drummond, but uh, he he does that to me. I'm sure he does that to Billy as well. But to your point, Dave, like he was a force off the bench in that third quarter. The way he was sort of beasting around Marvin Bagley, who is not a big oh he's an athletic guy, but not a big imposing guy on the block. Those sorts of things. So Drummond was on both sides of the ball. To be fair, like doing things that he needed to be doing. And there was a point there where I was like. Maybe he should be closing this game over Vooch now. You know, credit to Vooch. He, he played well later in in that fourth. But, uh, uh, like, the, there was a period that even, like, me, someone who is hot and cold with Drummond, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe he needs to stay in the game. So he, he played a really good game tonight. Uh, and, and the one thing you always have to give this this guy credit for, like, he doesn't play a lot. But when he does play, he he generally impacts things. He puts things on in, term, in terms of box score, at least. Like, he just fills that up so quickly. Like, 12.7 rebounds in... in in uh, 15 minutes it's insane like his minute or production per minute in that sense so he does deserve a shout out to, um from that point of view tonight but yeah if he could just cut out that five to ten percent nonsense he would be the perfect backup backup pick and i would be totally in on this guy but yeah the, the, those handful of possessions they always get me they always get me tried a behind the back pass yes. through traffic <laughs> Like, Look at Mark Drogic, like, <laughs> well, even when Dragic tries behind the back pass, I'm like, oh, buddy, like, I don't know if your old elbows can handle that. Right, right. Drummond doing it, I'm like, man, are you insane? <laughs> Dude, man. And I just Dude, don't he, get it. 
But he tried that behind the... I mentioned before, like, that second unit in that second quarter was, was like, losing the Bulls that game in that period. Yeah. Down, down, down 10 points. Like, that's when he tried it. <laughs> like, like, know your time and space, uh, your time and place, but my, uh, Andre Drummond. Like, yeah, that, that was a perf... I totally had forgotten about that, Matt, but uh, you brought yeah. it up now, and now I'm remembering it, unfortunately. <laughs> Colin said 60% of the time, Andre works every time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our guy AK also had a super chat about Drummond saying the ultimate goon move, stealing the ball, and then had the audacity to dribble full court and dunk. I mean, that was incredible. <laughs> it was. That was truly maybe it in was. my top ten. That maybe snuck into my top Seriously. ten of favorite moments of the Bull season so far. You know, I'm, I'm, but it was funny because I knew once he made a good play that the bad one was coming. Immediately I knew it after. was coming. I knew it. Immediately after. Because he just he plays and he gets to a level of confidence that's right. beyond anybody's comprehension. Right. And then so the next play is like, you damn right I'm Magic Johnson. <laughs> and he's tossing that joint behind. It's like, wait, what? No, Andre, no. It's and like, that's how he gets put out the game. It's like with Drummond, you need him teetering on staying the perfect amount of inebriated yeah. at like a yeah. bar game. Yeah. So like I don't know about you, but like me and my friends play a lot of darts. After you've had a few beers, you like find that perfect cheese zone where like every dart just goes right where you want it to. So and you just want to stay there. And then you have one more beer and then you're just like hitting a lampshade over in the corner <laughs> and all the darts are going all over the place. You got <laughs> Drummond just needs to find that line of just like, dude, you've had three beers. Don't have a fourth. <laughs> Don't have a fourth beer. Mark K, poor Mark K. Because I just your reaction just showed me how you were acting during the game, just losing your damn mind, <laughs> watching this man play, yo. Uh, yeah, I, I like to think I'm pretty zen watching these games. I just sit there and just like to take it in. But I I, I even have it in my, man, my mind now that we're talking about Andre Drummond. I'm still thinking about that turnover he had a few weeks ago against the Hawks late in that third quarter. But, uh, yeah, look, oh let's God. not trash Andre Drummond too much. He was good tonight. <laughs> no, no. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, bro, is who he is. Cass man. saying it has been zero days since Andre's last nonsense. The Bulls should get a sign for the Appian Center. <laughs> you know, one of those chalkboards. <laughs> Back to zero. Back to zero, man. Oh. Um AK with another super chat because he's our super fan. Appreciate you, AK. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is an interesting thought, guys. We should talk about this for a quick second. Debo with a 40-piece last game. Right. Zach with a 40-piece tonight. Right. The high-octane duo coming back into form. Mm -hmm. Now imagine Zoe back with this growing squad. Go to Mark <laughs> Mark oh, Go ahead, Mark <laughs> Can we, can we just stop imagining anything with Lonzo Ball, please? I understand there was an update prior to this game. game. We got another positive update today. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Was it? He's, he's sort of moving like a human again. Cool. <laughs> but look, I, 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 I appreciate AK. This dude is in our comments, throwing out the super chats every time. And this isn't aimed at you, AK, but we just need to collectively as a fan base, stop talking about Lonzo Ball or thinking about him with this squad. So, but yeah, getting back to your point, AK, yeah. Debo with the 40-piece yesterday, Zach with the 40-piece tonight. That was nice. But uh, can we just not think about Lonzo? Can we just not? It's not happening. It's not happening, guys. You know what I liked about Zach's 40-piece tonight is, is the team felt it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, after that dunk, you can kind of feel like, oh, they kind of feel this. Mm -hmm. And that's why DeMar, did, you didn't see DeMar go DeMar until like the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. You know, like the first three and it's not like DeMar, he took his shots, you know, when Zach wasn't in and everything, but he wasn't on so much. But he was like, no, nah, this this feels like an attackery. And I'm going to get out the way of the attackery and let Zachary do his thingackery. He was going <laughs> to own it, man. So he was on it. And that, and that was just fun to see. It's fun to see when 
those guys playing off each other, you know what I'm saying, and understanding uh, what guy is hot and what guy is not, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's a part of the IQ as well. And, and I like seeing that kind of stuff, especially from your two best players out there. And I can't wait to see them have a game again where both of them are dropping like 30-plus on teams, man. That's going to be exciting. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to have both of these guys playing at this level. Um, you know, people have talked about, like, in, in some cases, like tonight, like, you know, DeMar was a little off tonight. I think he finished 9 of 19. Yeah. Certainly not the efficiency you come to expect from DeMar. And it's like one of these guys will have a good game and the other one will have a bad game. Right. And it's like, does that mean that they aren't compatible? They don't play well together. Well, actually, <laughs> Joey. Wow. Um, Joey's quick. I love that. Um <laughs> This was so I don't think Vooch um, hit 20 tonight, right? But like 19, 19, mm-hmm. DeMar 22, Zach 40. We've had this string of games recently where their big three are all scoring 20 plus. Yeah, it seems like maybe they're finally starting to figure out how they can all be effective. And maybe on certain nights like tonight, Zach's the one taking the, the lion's share of offensive responsibility. And obviously yeah. plenty of nights that's DeMar. And then some nights it'll be Vooch. Yeah, it seems like it might be starting to work again. It's, it's, it's a slow slow burn, as they say. You know, it's very slow burn, but it feels like that. Like, again, it's just about figuring out where guys want it and when they want it. Mm-hmm. We know when DeMar wants it. Everybody's figured that part out. But Zach is the one they were trying to figure out because yeah. Vooch they figured out too yeah. after a while. Because remember, we, they didn't know where he wanted it. Again, he didn't know. He was like, I'm number three. I don't know what, where the hell I'm supposed to be yeah. for this. So it took them a while to figure that part out. But Zach was the probably the – one of the most difficult ones to figure out because, like, dude, do you want to be the man or you don't want to be the man or are you going to facilitate or right. are you going to do the catch? Which one are you going to do? And the thing, the answer to it is when Zach gets going, you just get out the way. Mm-hmm. And you let Zach just do Zach. Right. Okay, you want, that means you're facilitating tonight too? All right, have at it. He's bringing the ball up, guys. Zach's doing it all. Let him do his thing, man. So, yeah, and then you saw – I mean, you saw all of it tonight from mm-hmm. Zach. Every aspect – of what makes Zach Levine that max player when you saw it on display tonight, Marque. Yeah, I just think this was a good game of recognition, though. Like, Zach had it going in the first half. DeMar didn't. DeMar was 2 of 9 in the first half. But DeMar in the second half, I think he was 7 of 10, something like that. So, like, the way it flowed, I think, was just nice and organic. And and the way they did it was really nice. So, obviously, Zach dominated that first half. The Pistons, you know, engineered their defense to slow him down in the second half. And because they were sending two to the ball on Zach generally on, on every occasion in that second half, it allowed DeMar more space to get his offensive game going. And that's why he sort of took over in that second half. He had 11 points in the fourth quarter. So even though this was a Zach game, Zach had his 43, Zach did his things in the fourth quarter. Like the Bulls ultimately went back to what they always do, which is getting the ball in the fourth quarter to DeMar. To DeMar and, and he delivered in the fourth quarter, 11 points, four of six shooting. So the way it just sort of flowed based on what the Pistons were doing, what the Pistons were what their defense were allowing, the way Zach and sort of DeMar sort of went back and forth, back and forth. Like, that's the encouraging part. Like, irrespective of the numbers tonight or their shooting percentages or any of that, the way they sort of read what the defense was doing and that's how they dictated their offense, like, that's the encouraging thing for me. The other thing is, as much as we weren't hoping for it, this was another clutch game tonight. And Mm. we've talked about the Bulls' record in clutch games, Mm. that it was not good. Um, and I, I, didn't, I can't remember who had it on Twitter tonight, but somebody I saw said the Bulls actually started 0-7 in clutch right. games. Right. And holding on and pulling away from, for a win tonight, they are now 7-4 and 4 right. 
in their most recent 11 mm-hmm. clutch games. So they're starting to turn that corner as far as winning some of these close games. And as we talk about the balance of Zach, DeMar, Vooch, all three of them had huge plays down the stretch of a close game. True. Vooch hit the big three. Even before Vooch's corner three that was the final dagger, he had that really tough like turnaround baby hook in the lane where he mm. also got fouled. Like That's a tough bucket that Vooch made. Sure was. Also had some key defensive plays, had the big block, yeah. one of his three blocks on the night. Zach, after the Bulls and Pistons were trading buckets, trading buckets, trading buckets, the Pistons hit a three to tie it again. Yeah. Zach was just like, give me the damn ball. Drove close to coast, drew contact, got an and one. Yeah. DeMar had his spinning and one. They all made crucial plays down the stretch of a clutch game. That's the formula, theoretically. Like, yeah. that's what AK and Eversley drew up, is those three guys all giving you winning plays down the stretch. Yeah, and it's just great to see. And again... We know it was against the Detroit Pistons, guys. We get that. But it's just the fact that it didn't matter who it was against. We weren't seeing it, you know what I'm saying, on a consistent basis. So to see it turn, and especially see it turn even before that against game teams that are really good, like the Milwaukee Bucks, hello, to see it happen in those kind of games as well, it's, it's just, it just bodes well for the Chicago Bulls. And it, and it puts other guys also into their place mm-hmm. um, outside of that, like Ayo DeSumo. Is picks and chooses his spots much, much better now. You see him attack the rim, knowing when to attack the rim. You saw him do that early in the first quarter when the Bulls got off to that lull and everything. Io, boom, back, back to back, attack mm-hmm. the rim. And then the second time, he's putting it behind his back on, on Ivy and going up. You know what I'm saying? That keep, keep, <laughs> wait, do it again for me. Ooh, that's the one? Okay, all right, all right, all right. That's the one. Call me Andre. <laughs> But <laughs> my behind the back passes are just as effective. Just as effective, yes. But I've, I've liked it, man. And and Patrick Williams, you saw him try to go in aggressively to snatch rebounds early on when that part of wasn't going like that. Like you just saw him trying to be aggressive and do more. Of course, he needs to do more. We 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 know what that is. We know he needs to do more. But I just like the fact that guys are trying are starting to kind of figure out their role not only within the big three but around the big three, and and that's a cool thing. The, the other thing that I want to point out, guys, is I like the way the Bulls dealt with the trap as well. Like, we've seen teams yeah. go to situations where they go to a zone or they trap the Bulls and the team just looks confused. They look scared. They don't know how to figure their way out through it. But tonight, like, the when the when the Pistons really went into that trap, they were, they were, they were doubling up DeMar, they were doubling up Zach. Like, they sent Caruso to the middle, got to the nail, and you get a smart player like Caruso at the free throw line who can then sort of create the advantage from there. Like, that's what brought guys like Pat, Io, and uh, and Vooch into the game after the Pistons were sort of dealing with that. So, that again, that was an encouraging thing. Now, like you said, Dave, like, we have to catch this with the fact that they're playing the Pistons. But nonetheless, like, the, we've seen games where teams have gone to that sort of defensive look and for a period of time where there was three, four, five minutes, it took the team a while to sort of figure out actually what was happening. But in this game, the flow just felt right. Like, they're just like, okay, again, recognition. The Pistons are in a trap. We know where to send the guy. We know how to beat this type of uh, defense. Let's get there. Let's do the. Let's let's do that, and then and you know lead it to a professional win. So, a lot of a lot of reasons to be encouraged with with, with this game, um, and more generally. So that was probably the most, uh, you know, one of the more important factors that I saw tonight because we're going to see this more, particularly like when Demar and Zach have it going, and on games when they both got it going, you're going to see defenses really bring bringing two to the ball. So what do the balls do in those instances and they have the template now, or they should know that anyway, but we saw it tonight that they know what to do. 
We uh, we got to take another quick break here. When we come back on the other side, I see we got some more super chats that we got to get to, and hopefully we'll be hearing from our guy, Will to Go Golly. Mark, mm-hmm. you want to stick with us? I would love you to stick with us. I mean, we, we got to talk to our guy, Goat. Uh, it's up to you. Yeah, I'll, if, you, if you're happy to happy for me to hang around, I haven't seen the Goat in a few weeks, so I'd love to see <laughs> that beautiful, handsome man, but uh, up to you guys. All righty. While we're reading these ads, Big Dave, tell the people to hit the thumbs up button. Just like this. Just like that. Just like that. When I move, you move. Like Mark Just A. Like said. Hey, Joey. They never understood. Never! Ever! Yo, Joey. <laughs> Joey, you stupid. They never understood. They didn't get it. Oh! Why? Why can't I wear My cool mama. sunglasses? Why? And not pay a lot of money to wear them. While people were on their knees in the sand crying, Shady Rays heard your cries. They saw your tears fall into that sand. Stop crying. And they said, stop those tears. Never again. Put on these premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, sustainable durability, and styles catered to everyone in every lifestyle. A tag. A tag. Put them on and know that they ain't going to cost you a lot of money. Why? Because they're Shady Rays, y'all. Oh, that's what they do. You will not break the bank while you're looking so good. Like this man over here. Look at him, y'all. Boom. Shady Rays on his face. And the best thing about Shady Rays, that lost and broken replacements plan that we call the Matt Peck Lost and Broken Faces Plan. There it goes. Your glasses are on there. Oh, no. Day one, they broke. What do you do? You let Shady Rays know. New pair sent to you just because that happened. Don't matter how they broke, they will ask no questions. He got you some, baby. 200,000 five-star reviews. That's what Creative Ray's customers have given to the company because they are awesome like that. And exclusive for you listeners out there, Shady Rays run their deepest deal of the season. Use that code CHGO for 50% off of two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That is a buy one, get one free. I mean, yeah, what, 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 what they call that rescue pack? I believe they call that a BOGO. What? <laughs> I say, what? That's a BOGO. What a Lolo. Or you're just doing your Stephen A. Smith impression. Show, show. What do they call that? No, 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 no. That, that, was, that, was, that was my uh, Jamie Foxx doing Ray Charles. <laughs> okay. Okay. That was doing <laughs> You gotta watch the movie. Watch I wouldn't. Movie. I wouldn't have known. So many things I gotta show Joey. I haven't seen Ray. So many things, man. Oscar winner. Come on. Okay, keep going. Shady Rays. <laughs> get up off me. <laughs> Put a pin in that. You can get two pairs for the low low fifty four four for show show and redeem only at shadyrays.com where you find all their newest and best shades at Shady Rays where the rays are oh so damn shady. Mm. Tonight's episode of Post Game also brought to you guys by our friends at. DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up with promo code CHGO to get that amazing offer on a $5 money line bet on any NBA money line for $150 of free bets if that team wins. Gamble. Plus, you got to get your same game parlays going for all this NBA action going on. I'm going to put some bets down on New Year's Eve. So that way, when the ball drops, I'm a richer man. <laughs> um, tonight's DraftKings king of the game and the Bulls' victory over the Pistons. Could it be anyone else? Zachary. Attackery. Look at that man. Lavackery. <laughs> 43 points. A perfect 8 of 8 at the line. Mm. 5 of 9 from deep. Mm. Getting to the rim, gentlemen. Six six. And as you, Dave, and you, Mark, pointed out also, the Distributions Act was in full effect tonight as well with those six dives. That is your DraftKings Sportsbook King 
of the game. Way that to go, Zach. Awesome, awesome stuff. Joey, should I hand this out now, or are we going to wait for the good? What you think? Uh, it's, ah, you know, you're the goon guy. It's up to you. Well, well, while we're waiting for the go, we, we got some more Super Chats to get to. Oh, so well, let's, 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 get, let's get to that. Let's do that then. Um, there's some more stuff about Lonzo in here. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Mark. Aaron Kate. with a Super Chat. Shout out to Aaron <laughs> saying, this team could be special if we had a healthy Lonzo. But it's starting to feel <laughs> like that won't ever happen. See, okay. So he saved you at the end there, Mark. Yeah. He's with you. S- starting to feel like that? Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, AK chiming in again saying, Mark K, I understand Think of a time when the Bulls let an opponent score 150 points. Imagine how he felt. Blow it up, parentheses. So it's only natural to imagine what this team that is beating elite East teams with a point guard would be. Zo Hope is here. Oh, wow. Mark K? Breathe, <laughs> breathe, Mark. Breathe. I mean, firstly, I mean, AK, you don't. I, I appreciate the nineteen ninety, uh, the nineteen ninety nine, mate. But you, you don't have to send us that coin to to respond. Uh, so, uh, nonetheless, I appreciate. Don't discourage the super chats. Look, I send all your money. I'm not saying don't send your money, but I'm just saying. I don't want to come off like that. I don't want to come off like that. But. At the same time, I also don't want to, you know, squash people's hope. We're entering a new year. If people want to be hopeful, who the hell am I to say no? Shut the hell up, Mark K is the answer. <laughs> Punched himself in the face. He's like, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm just done. Oh, my gosh, man. I love AK. Oh, my goodness. Thanks for all you want to fly through the rest of these, some of them, quick? Yeah, let's do it. All right, real quick. Ramsey's, I now believe that every other NBA team knows the secret to shooting in the UC. Either that or they are passing around the Monstars ball. It's true. The that. secret stuff. That's exactly what I said. Yes. Uh, we think we've read all of these from AK. He's, you know, he's got mm-hmm. a couple, so I've lost track. Wags, I thought Mark is lucky Having these games start at noon for him, but that would mean the Minnesota game would be with you all day. Mm. <laughs> That's a good point. Harder to shake off. Mm. Rex Ed was here from the beginning. Zach Depoy. Like uh, that one. Wow. One well, we were talking about how Zach had a respectable game on the defensive end, too. Yeah. I like that you're throwing a joke in there about him being the defensive of player course. of the year. Of course he is. I like that one a great deal. <laughs> but. I've never heard it called. Ladies Depoy. and gentlemen. Shout out. From South America. Look at the quaff. Look at that handsome boy. It is quaff, the ladies and gentlemen. Perfectly. Wait, I. How come Mark gets his own column and I'm in the bubble? What's what's he complaining? Because he didn't go to Brazil (laughs) for three weeks. That's right. That's right. He wasn't out of out of the country for three weeks, not being here with us. Hold on, give me a second. (laughs) No, don't move me. Don't move me after he said that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, Joey is cold. Joey is cold blooded. Oh, Joey is cold. It's only for the goats. Welcome back. (laughs) Only for the welcome back, man. He ain't well, Mark, like that, Mark was saying, you guys, you guys threw it to him in the middle. You're like, Mark, you want to stay on? 
this is un- uncharted territory. We've never had two, <laughs> you know, like with the news with the new setup we have. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out. So you're saying wheels? So, like, do I put I them both in the tall? Do I put them both in the tall box? Do I put them both in the bubble? That's like, right. He didn't know, quaff that hair for nothing. Trying to figure it out. You well, put that me was on the big screen when it's like that. well executed doing that on the fly, Joseph. Yes, very, very well Appreciate done, Joseph. Sorry, Mark. No disrespect. For some reason, I want to give Kyle the credit, but very well done, Joseph. Will first quickly. How is Brazil? How exhausted are you? I'm quite tired. I am. It's three hours later for me, so it's about one a.m. One fifteen. I flew overnight, and of course, you just can't sleep on a plane when you're flying overnight. And I landed this morning, so I'm just coming right here because that's what I do. Man works. You heard him. The man works. Bulls Nation. He works for you. Uh, Obviously, forty-three. That's right. Yeah. What What was the vibe in the Bulls locker room after Zach's uh, forty three point night? Will honestly, it was a little bit more tame than I thought it would be. Like Demar had forty one, I believe, last game against the Bucks, and then Zach comes out and is like, "All right, you're, you got forty. I'm gonna get forty. But I mean, they just they needed to take care of business. They've had so many of these games where they step up and beat, you know, the Celtics and the Bucks, and then they lose to the Thunder. They lose to the Magic. They lose to the Rockets. Like they can't have more of these games. I, I think it was more of just like a, yeah, it's great. We scored a lot of points. Like we look good. We, we kind of took it away in, in clutch time, which is something that we've struggled with, but like this is a game we just needed to get. It's taking care of business moment. And that's kind of what they did. Oh, man. you see that? <laughs> I'm looking at oh, this. I, oh, I see it. All right. I put it up there. For Mark K. See, he gave you $2, Mark K. Because of the disrespect for Joey. I'm going to make sure that Mark K. sees that money. Oh, I'm gonna make, sure make sure of it. Give it to him. Uh, yep. Okay. Make sure of it. I'm going to convert I, I it to AUD and send it over. Yes. I, I see you, McBaconator. I also see the negative comments in here about me. So I appreciate McBaconator sending me that $2. <laughs> that $2 is going to send me a long way in, uh, in, uh, gonna go a long in way. 2023. McBaconator, when I head to Chicago, I'll buy you a beer with that $2, my friend. Yes. It's mm. a PBR right there. <laughs> so that is for sure. Um, Will, Andre Drummond was that dude tonight as far as just that force that the Bulls needed. From him, but as I like to call it, I'm sure you've heard me say, like it's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde with, with Andre Drummond, man. But do you think he's coming back into the form that we saw from him early on in the season before he went down with that shoulder injury? Yeah, I think it's kind of he's the kind of player where you know he he needs the right matchup to really thrive. There's probably he said there wasn't, but there's probably a little juice there going against his former team, the team that he spent so many years with, the team where he was an All Star and was drafted from. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you got the full experience. There was the one play where he, like, tried to throw it behind the back pass and, like, threw it off his own arm. Uh, but then there were a couple of plays where he, yeah, where, where he, um, you know, would get a steal on a run out, uh, had a couple of tip-ins and things like that. So it, he, he's, like, really thrives when the moment is right. And I think this was the situation where he, um, you know, where, where his skill set was really put in a good position for him to succeed. And, I, I, I mean, like, Vooch plays – has been playing – much better this year um just in general like he, he looks really good but he can't play 48 minutes and you know he's he's going to hang around that 30 minute mark and you kind of have to figure out what you're going to do with those backup center minutes sometimes it's going small sometimes it's going with drummond and you just you're not going to necessarily know what you get every night but then there are going to be moments where drummond has a game like this and you're like all right yeah they got themselves a backup center uh is it that time dave is it that time? I think it might be. It feels like it's that time. Mm. 
We, I mean, we got Mark here. We got the go back around. I mean, you might as well. It's and the Bulls right. got a dub. It might as well. There it is. Ah, it is I'm good. I'm glad I called that guy. Allow oh. me the pleasure of introducing you to Blade Laser. <laughs> Laser. Goon of the night is here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, so many wonderful candidates. You know what? I usually start with you, but since he's fresh off the, fl- fresh off the plane, I'm going to start with the perfect quaffness of that one they call the goat. Will, who is your goon of the night, sir? I really wanted to pick Patrick Williams for that offensive rebound dunk that he had. But that was filthy. But we I can't talk about that. Right. But I, I can't do it because this is uh, – it just infuriates me that he had six field goal attempts and Isaiah Stewart had 15. That, that's just, you can't be goon of the night if that's the case. So I'm going to go with Zach the, for the alley-oop at the end of the first quarter alone. That was just vintage Zach Levine. That was amazing. Marquet? <sighs> this is always, like, this is the Alex Caruso award. I, but I've I, I, I got to think, like, what would Dave do? This is about me getting it right now, not about who I think is the goon of the night. So what would Dave do in this instance? I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's Zach, because based on what we were talking about yesterday, Dave, and the, like, we had a very Zach-centric pod yesterday. We, we talked about all the things that we wanted to see him do, how he wanted to see him used within the offense. And I kind of feel like we got what we asked for yesterday. So... Because of that, I'm going to assume you're going with Zach as well. Mm. Uh, Matt? Necessary honorary mention to Andre Drummond. Mm-hmm. But I am with y'all. Mm. You cannot not give this to Zachary Attackery on mm. a night when he shut up a lot of Bulls fans who have been starting to lose the faith in why this man is here and why he got paid the money he got paid. You can say, oh, it was just against the lowly Pistons. Fine. If that makes your dark heart feel better, fine. Mm-hmm. Say that. He put up 43. He did it in every which way. And he did it looking like his old self. Mm. His back-to-back season's all-star self that this team needs if it wants to be competitive and make another run in the playoffs. Mm. And the primal scream. Mm. That. Is why he gets good of the night for me. Wow. I need that from Zach. Give me more of that, Zach. Mm. I also see uh, people in the comments saying it's obviously drumming. Like drumming for Goon. Oh, man. Okay, well, <sighs> for the first time ever, we agree. It's Zach oh, Let's go. A clean I got my swagger back. Okay. <laughs> With his first one of the season. Swagger Congratulations, Marquette. Yes, it is Zach Levine for exactly what Will said. That dunk, I had never seen him scream like that in all his years of being here with the Chicago Bulls. I've seen him talk that shit. I saw a bunch of curse words fly out his mouth, but I saw him yell mm. at the other bench, at right at the Pistons. I never seen him do that before. Oh, that was all goon. Congratulations on being what's the, that's the third ever good, uh, player of the game, king of the game, king of the game, and goon of the goon night. Of the night. Wow. Third time. That is the what third time that is. Bulls win. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Zach Levine. Enjoy being the goon of the night. I am more happy for Mark K though. I'm more happy. He is, as they say, off the schneid. Congratulations, sir. Congratulations. Uh, uh, feels good. Feels good. 
<laughs> not to put a damper on this party, but before we get out of here, Will, I just saw this tweet of yours about Billy Donovan and talking about Zach playing in this back-to-back tomorrow night against Cleveland. We have kind of stopped worrying about that being a thing because yeah. he's been playing in back-to-backs recently, but it sounds like maybe this isn't uh, a sure thing that Zach will play tonight. What can you tell us about that? I wouldn't say sure thing, but it, I don't. it doesn't seem like it's going to be a, a guaranteed sit either. Basically, Billy just said, like, they're going to talk about it tomorrow. It's hard to tell right after a game. He's obviously going to want to play, and he's been feeling good for the last couple of weeks through some back-to-backs yeah. as well. So, um We'll see in the morning. I think it's an earlier tip, which uh, could, I think, throw things off a little bit just because uh, they mentioned that a few times. It seems like something where you don't get quite as much rest. You have to wake up a little bit earlier to get to shoot around. You have to, um, you know, get in the gym and and get your warm-ups in a little bit earlier. So that could throw things off. But sounds like he's been feeling good enough to where I could see him playing, but they'll make that decision in the morning. Fair enough. Would love to see him play because guess what? Beating the Cavs tomorrow night? On tired legs on the second night of a back-to-back, a lot harder than beating the Pistons tonight. Yep, yes, absolutely right. Absolutely right, man. Well, maybe maybe DeBar's got a uh, buzzer beater for us tomorrow night. You know, just wrap up 2022 the way we began 2022. Ooh, I like that. Just bookend the whole whole damn year. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, just do that. That sounds easy. Go ahead and do that. Let's do it. All right, thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us on Post Game. Goat is back. Goat is back home. Goat is back. The goat is back. Joey's pipes are warm. He don't sing for nobody. Look at that. I'm taking big days roll. Only for the goat. Only for the goat. Everybody, (laughs) make sure you're (laughs) following Will on uh, Twitter for all of his Bulls insider information. Is it still at Will Gottlieb or have you changed it back to won't Gottlieb He's an adult, sir. Oh, there's an underscore in there somewhere? I've forgotten. There's an underscore in there somewhere. Are you? Will underscore Gottlieb. You know the answer to that. Yeah. <laughs> you know the answer to that. Mark is at MK Hoops. Big Dave is at Bow BWL Sports. <laughs> we are CHO underscore Bulls. That guy cackling in the background is Joseph. He is Ow! at Joey's Pathos. Shout out to Kyle for hanging out with us tonight. My boy Jimmy back there. Jimmy's Jimmy. back here hanging out as what well. We, uh, we will be back tomorrow for Bulls Cavs. No pregame, post game only. So we will see you after the conclusion of Bulls Cavs right here on our CHO Sports YouTube channel. For everybody here at CHGO Bulls, everybody at CHGO Sports, appreciate you as always. Hit that thumbs up button. We appreciate it. Helps us out a lot. We will talk to you tomorrow. The GOAT is back, (laughs) y'all. Much love, Bulls Nation. See Red be good. Peace. Ah, Bulls win!